Welcome to the Deacon and the Doctor. I'm Deacon Bill. And I'm Dr. Rhonda. And I am a, an ordained deacon in the Catholic Church. Well, I'm a doctor of education. And the idea of the podcast is we're going to invite you to pull a chair up to the kitchen table and we're going to talk about real events. What's relevant? Yeah, and you might not agree with us or we might not agree with each other, but we're still going to have the conversation because, you know, it's hard. It's hard out here. And this is the deacon. And the doctor. Hey folks, uh, this is Deacon Bill here. Just a quick disclaimer. Know that the views expressed on Deacon and the Doctor are strictly Rhonda's and mine. They don't now, represent I can speak for myself. My views. <laughs> they don't represent the views of the Catholic Church or any church within the Catholic Church, right? And they definitely don't represent any education, no institution or uh, entity. Just my views. And the other thing that we'd love is we'd love to hear your views. And so you can reach us uh, on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, find us at Deacon underscore Doctor. Yes, Deacon underscore Doctor. And follow us and give us some likes on the things that we post that you find interesting or comment if you have something that you'd like to add. And we will be gladly discussing it on our future episodes. Thanks. Hello, Dr. Rhonda. Hey, Deacon Bill. So I've been keeping track of these NBA playoffs. I know we talked a little bit about that last week, but what I want to focus on more is not the play on the court, but rather some of the fan uh, decorum and the way oh, that they're you, treating some so of these athletes. You, so you mean how the fan threw popcorn on Russell Westbrook? Well, that's that was one of the events. And then right? who who were they? And Somebody then on the Nets, right? Some idiot from Boston threw, threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving. I right? saw it. Barely missed his head. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, John Morant for uh, Memphis, his parents have to deal with racial slurs and insults as they're sitting in uh, Utah to watch their son play. Oh, like, really? This is absolutely ridiculous to me. Now, first off, I, I saw a tweet from the, the Twitter handle, <laughs> King Tito. So what King Tito was like, I don't think we should be arresting these fans. What, you know, basically he said is we should simply be bringing them down to the locker room and letting the players have a conversation with them with the door shut. Uh, like, you, like you know. well, Westbrook was trying to go have a conversation. Westbrook was with... about to go do Malice in the Palace. Right. In in Philadelphia on that dude. Absolutely. Yeah, what, so, I mean, I guess it speaks to, like, the, the question is, what are we coming to as a society when you can't, like, these these guys, why would you throw popcorn at them or throw water bottles at them? Because you feel protected. Because you feel like there's a barrier between you and them. That they're going like, to get in more trouble for coming after you than you will get in for but doing what's that the point in throwing, like, what's the point? Like, to me... Like, what are you thinking to say, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw popcorn on somebody or I'm going to throw a water a water bottle at somebody is a little bit much because I, I think popcorn is less. Well, and that's that's you know, what I'm saying, too. Like, the problem is the guy who drops the popcorn on Westbrook, right? Are you going to take him to court? Because well, popcorn is not a deadly object, right? It's not going to harm Russell right, Westbrook. But they did say the guy that threw the stuff at Kyrie Irving. The water Irving bottle is guy going is going to, to jail. Going to uh, well, well, going to court. Going to court. Sorry. He's, he's yeah, going to yeah. be adjudicated. Um, I hope he goes to jail. Yeah, because well, you but, absolutely deserve so, to go to jail for that. Right now, here's another one: um, Trey Young in New York. 
a fan spits on him. So what could that player do? Could that player say, okay, you you assaulted me by spitting on me? I don't know what, like, in the court of law right. and against... Well, like, that's the problem, you know, right? Like, If you spit on me, what what can I do? I don't know. I, you know, I, bring a civil case against you and say... Uh, you, we need to uh, have the deacon, the doctor, and a lawyer. We need to have a lawyer on here, too, right? Because that's... I need to... I would like to know that, though. Like, granted, popcorn's not going to physically injure Wessel Westbrook. But I do think there's got to be some sort of a punitive action saying, well, he can't come back to the game again. Okay, he can't come back to the game again. And I'll tell you what, like the the fan who throws the bottle at Kyrie, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, I guarantee you isn't a big guy or anything like that. But he was wearing a Kevin Garnett jersey. So my first thought was, I'm quite certain that Kevin Garnett wants to have a conversation with that young man be like you ain't gonna wear my threads take, take my take my Celtic jersey <laughs> off know, dude but yeah um, I saw that he had that on you know but yeah I mean that's part of it but here's what I think I think you have privileged fans they feel like they've paid x amount of money I mean like I told you I stopped I going care. to NFL games when you know when our son was young because I didn't need to be around liquored up entitled you know idiots shouting all kinds of obscenities around me right that didn't that wasn't the place i needed to be right right and i guess to some extent i I get i get what you're saying that people just kind of feel like they they are entitled to act a certain way because i pay i pay my money so i can throw stuff or i can i can racially thousands of dollars for these seats so you know I, you know, but it, again, I can shout racial slurs because of that. Like that's okay. No, absolutely not. No, none of it's okay. But what do you do to move beyond that? And what does it say about society when we can't exercise, you know, proper decorum? Yeah. Out in public, and we feel like we're just able to do these, you know, things to other people, which. You know, it kind of goes, Those they're breaking some unwritten societal rules, right? Yeah. And it seems that a lot of people lately have decided that it's okay to break these unwritten societal rules. And in some cases, it's because people feel like, oh, well, it's not, these aren't my rules. that They were rules made by someone else, so I can break them. Um, but... But from, you're seeing it all the way down to the youth sports. You got you got kids tackling umpires and referees. You got you got parents going after referees. Like yeah, I mean there, there this is breaking be... down all at every level. Right, and I think that's where we have to kind of we need a reset. Right, we we need we to need reset. people to stop acting like fools. Like you live in a society with other human beings, well, act like it. Clearly, they don't. They don't understand that you know and look as a deacon i know i'm not supposed to you know want you You know somebody to get beaten up but i mean like i don't is that it too like mothers can't spank children like i mean is that part of this i don't know i I don't know what causes this but something is different in this generation than in past generations i don't well i think that like there's a lack of genuine you know, we lost, what I think we lost is, you know, how someone could say something to somebody when they were out of place. Yeah. 
now you can't really say anything to, to like somebody, somebody else's kids right to, R- an, to right, another kid or right, you can right. you know like hey man i don't think that's a good idea who are you to tell me it's not a good idea why are you getting involved and, in that mind your own business right and with places like texas saying that you can carry a weapon without a permit why would i want to say anything to anybody yeah. else because that might be my life yeah. And my life is worth more than me trying to correct somebody throwing a plastic bottle or throwing popcorn. Yeah. Or even someone making a racial slur at, at times. No, that's right. You know, I, I don't know what people are coming with. Right. So why would I, you know, but we, I think we used to have some checks and balances. Yeah. And, you know, there there were some unwritten, there there are unwritten rules about how we conduct ourselves well, that most people, yeah. I think, I mean, Russell Westbrook wanted to be that check and that bounce. I-, I guarantee you that. He sure did. And boy, oh boy, you know, like you said, maybe maybe they need to have a moment behind the woodshed with these players to really see what the wrath of... I, I guarantee you there'd be a whole lot less of that. Yeah, but again, you know, we got cameras on everybody look, now. Somebody, somebody who could back that up doesn't do that crap. You know what I yeah, mean? Like the only people who do crap like that are people who can't back it up. Well, they are hiding it's behind. Spine, I think it's fine. Those those acts are spineless acts. I mean, but you know, it is what it is. We can't do anything about it. Something else that I'm struggling to figure out what we're going to do is there is a whole lot of space junk out there. Look, We've managed not just to junk up the Earth that we live there on. There are thousands of satellites. We've out managed in space. to junk up the atmosphere as well. Yeah, well, I mean, just think about it. All the, all of the, there's debris that are that's in low. It's either in lower or near, near low the orbit. Earth. None of us know what that low, is. Okay. Yes, I well, got you. Okay, so we're not all to, doctors here. I Come was on, to find some words to explain it. But yeah, I I was listening to a a story on. Um, National Public Radio that spoke about the space debris right. and how we have, you know, like satellites that are no longer operating that have been just let let go. So, I mean, it's just floating out, you know, near Earth. Right. One just dropped in the Indian it, Ocean a week ago. Like, thank goodness it was in the ocean and not, you know, but that's still debris well, falling in the yeah, ocean. Yeah, and I, th- I think a lot of, a lot of, uh, we get a lot of that, but a lot of times you get stuff that because we, the atmosphere, you know, things burn as they're coming through the atmosphere, you know, we don't we don't really see a lot of what's what's coming in because yeah. it it burns up on, on reentry. But but now our defense department, like they're diverting like fairly serious time and resources just to try to track all this stuff, and we try to put like. Folks up at the space station and all of that. And now, like, are they avoiding? Obviously, they are avoiding this debris. But, I mean, those are just things that just boggle my mind. Like, we don't think. We just, oh, let's well, just throw more stuff up there. I, I don't think that it's, so, you, it it costs it costs money, right? Yeah. Is it easier just to leave it in space and, and avoid it? I think, I think we got to, what, create laser beams and start <laughs> knocking it all out. Like Missile Command when we were kids. I think that's what we're facing now. I mean, it's just incredible to me. So uh, something else that came up this uh, this past week, President Biden has um, put more intelligence resources to investigating 
the outbreak of COVID, and he wants to investigate the possibility that it was created in the lab in Wuhan. So my question, Dr. Rhonda, does that make former President Trump right? Well, I think that the... We're not, we not going to go there, are we? Well, we can go there because he did, he, you know, calling it China, China Kung flu. flu. The Kung flu. Okay, That's the Kung, problem, right? Kung so flu obviously is, is a, he did it in, in, an, in an inflammational and insulting, you know, way, right? And that's part of the but problem. That, does Had, that make him wrong? No, no. Because, I mean, I think that whether Trump was president or whomever else was president, if we had the question, which I said, hey, it just seems awfully quick mm-hmm. how this this virus took hold. Yep. All the other viruses that we don't suspect, you know, were lab created. Like, like when, SARS. when you have SARS what, and, and all, like birth, yeah. is that bird flu and SARS, is that the same thing? I don't think so. Yeah, A- avian flu but, and SARS, but, right. Yeah. So those things, like their, their epidemiologists were able to get a hold to it. But what I did see is that the question of where it started is not the issue. And what um, one of these secretaries said on one of the talking shows this week is that the question is whether China, why didn't China release data sooner? Because a group of scientists or research scientists in Wuhan came down with some severe symptoms as early as November of 2019. Right. And they didn't release that information. So it was already out in November 2019, maybe before then. And it's funny that, that they said that because I have um, a guy that, I, it's a partnership that with our school district. That, and he he said he could swear that he had coronavirus in like December. Mm. And I'm like, you know, how? Maybe he did. You know, and we, we don't, because... Because our government was kind of lacking on the information that they were putting out and saying that it was just made up. Because, and that's, that, I think, is the issue, right? You got a president that says, oh, it doesn't exist. Wipe drinks of Clorox. It'll solve the problem. I, but then, I do think he was kidding when he said that. I, I don't think I, I he heard was, that press report. If, I, mean, if, I, I did see that press conference. But if he was kidding... <laughs> he was laughing when he said it. But yes. But you don't say no, that. No, right. He said the wrong thing. No, so, I, I agree. I agree. And so you, you have a president yes, that stands yes. up and says, oh, well, it, I mean, it, it doesn't exist. Right. But, deny but it, deny but that it was a big deal. Did, right. Oh, it's going to go away. This will be gone in a week or two. Right. We don't have anything to worry about. Not taking proper precautions. And then when... Ish hits the fan, you want to blame it on China, which yes, it came out of China. Yeah, the origins we're still uncertain of, but do, do we? I think that it, it it would behoove us to have some form of an investigation because the the but the, the issue Chinese from a government science, has got to participate to be more transparent. I do think that well, clearly. the World Health Organization has come out and said that they don't believe that it was purposefully started. They did, but they also said that they believe more investigation is needed. Right. And and the issue is the transference from From animal animal to to human human. in such a rapid rate is the issue that that they are investigating, which, hey, let's investigate it. But clearly, we all, I, I think that 
we can all safely say that biological weapons are being worked with and developed. Yeah. You know, in all in in a lot of countries, then we're not going to tell you. We're not going to put it out there for public notification, but you know, so well, that that Wuhan lab receives a lot of funding from the US government as well. I mean, a lot of those but, a lot of the experiments that are going on there in their BSL-4 lab is under U.S. contract uh, now. Well, my question is this. Why does the U.S. have contract out in Wuhan for... That's some bad stuff this, going on. They'd rather have that go somewhere else than here. So, and if, if so you lived how in my, Bethesda, you wouldn't want to have it in your backyard, right? That's true. So, now the question is this. How much of this, you know investigative or you know I'm 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 experimenting with viruses takes place in other countries to to well, to keep it away from but, from but your a lot country. of it no but a lot of it too is they're trying to get ahead of the next flu they're trying to get ahead of what the next outbreak's going to be i think largely sars was contained because people had already anticipated what sars would be right and and so I think that's a lot of what, on the good side of what's going on, I mean, you talk about biological warfare, certainly the bad side of this, but on the good side of this, um, you know, looking at my, you know, emergency management side of things, I, I think that a lot of this is necessary. A lot of this produces good results. Because like I said, I mean, we did see with some of these past outbreaks how quickly they were contained and localized. I think that if the region where it starts, though, doesn't come out immediately like you said and, mm-hmm. and state here's what's happening and we need help and bring in all resources to bear then you get an outbreak like COVID and yeah. the disaster so, that this was so and maybe maybe that's what happened I, I i'd like to believe that that's what happened right china because they're they they don't want to communicate and be openly communi- communicative with the rest of the world they want to control the narrative so to speak right you know, they refuse to let out the information. And because you have someone that was like, I think. And I, we, we were very adversarial as right. a government at the that, time. That we weren't toward, trying to work China, with them. So right. it's like, they don't, you know, yeah. so why would I be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And by the way, since you're being a jerk to me, let me tell you what's happening over here. And your people have been over here and they're coming back to your country. So just be on the lookout. Or would you be like, hey. Y'all just gonna have to suck it up, because China was able to control their spread because they are a communist country that can lock down people. People don't feel like, oh, well, it's my, it's my, it's my right to not have to wear a mask or do this, that, and the third. So, you know, you got you got people that are were like, eh, you know. So, I mean, it's. They can control. They can control what happens in their country. Unfortunately, we've lost over over half a million lives from yeah. COVID, and worldwide, over a million plus lives have been lost because of COVID. And if it could have been stopped earlier, you know. Yeah. No, I, I'm with you. So another issue coming up with China that sparked this week is the Winter Olympics for 2022 are scheduled to be in China and there is a movement afoot for the United States to ban 
uh, those Olympic games. Before you go to those Olympic games, I mean, we got Olympic games coming up right now. And Maybe. J- Japan, <laughs> the people yeah. of Japan don't want those Olympics. Yeah, they don't want the No spectators. Yeah. I thought I was going to go to the Olympics, but, you know, the COVID, COVID had another another thing. Right. Um, but that's it's interesting to me that there there's already talks for boycotting. And is it boycotting? Right, boycotting, not banning, right? Yeah, boy, whatever they're boycotting, yeah. boycotting. Not going. Not sending athletes. Boycotting the Olympics. Yeah. You know, does it? Why? What's the What's the pur- purpose behind that? Because There's the human rights issues in China regarding their Muslim population, the Ugyars, as uh, a small subset in China, and because this group is, you know, being, you know, just. Bad cases of genocide and, and racial racial genocide against this group is uh, is one of the issues being listed as why the boycott should happen. Well, I mean, I don't, I'm not familiar with that, but I mean, even if if there are bad things happening, if genocides happening in the country to anyone, you know, but that was probably going on back when they had the Summer Olympics there, there, and we still send athletes there during the summer olympics so what's yeah, what's I, changed from beijing to you right. know now i'm always torn on you know using sports i mean the the and and especially we're talking about olympics where you got a group of I athletes. I mean, we all think of like the NBA players or, or you but know. But those but athletes, every, all subset. athletes don't have the longevity. Right. And so you're, you're essentially, this is a once in a lifetime They're thing for somebody. They're not revenue producing athletes. And they, they get yeah. to go and perform at their highest level and they don't get it because, oh, well, all of a sudden now somebody's decided to be conscious of. The this life life situations that have been going on for people, genocide's been happening for people. Right, the athlete and doesn't have any control over that. They don't have any control over where the venue is. You know, it's it's largely someone whose family is working a couple extra jobs to afford for them to have time to train, and and resources. You know, for whatever the sport is. Yeah. I, again, yeah. I mean, we all we think of the Olympics is the you know like the one or two millionaires that we see competing. We don't think of the thousands, you know, of just every day, you know, like, and, and again, like, you don't have the opportunity to come back four years from then if if you're, right, you know, fill in whatever non-revenue sport that someone's competing in. You know, if, yeah. if you're the bobsledder, for example, like, you're not making money bobsledding and you're not right. going to train for the next four years and not get a real job and, and be, earn money and yeah. you know, be a productive citizen, right? You know, this is your shot. Yes. You don't get another one. Yeah. So yep. I just, it's... I don't know. I mean, you know, I always wondered, could the Olympics just be like a neutral site at some point? You know, and just... A neutral site, like lo- we find a location and it's always at that said neutral right. location. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, the infrastructure the, would the, be impossible. The I amount know, of... But... The amount of money, well, like, I don't know how much Winter Olympics make, but I know, like, from a tourism perspective these countries that are hosting they get a lot of tourism monies right. in, in influx into their country um but a lot so, of countries mismanage the infrastructure costs and they end up losing money so i don't know yeah, I, uh, yeah that, that i don't know but then this and also i mean maybe it's 
you know, after the Olympics, you can you go visit these places because you've seen them on right. the Olympics. I don't I don't know how how that works out, but maybe that's part of it also. Yeah, I just you know let the athletes compete. I, I again, I mean, there are other ways as a country to make a point. You know, I mean, like when when we boycotted eighty against the Soviet Union, so Soviet Union boycotted 84 against us. I mean, young, we were kids at the time, but I still remember that. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember seeing some of the stories of, of athletes who never got to compete, you know, right. because of that, both yeah. on our side and theirs. And, like, is, is there anything different now? I mean, I guess you could say the Soviet Union fell. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that they fell because we didn't compete that, in the Olympics, that, though, you yeah, know? Yeah, as a result of, yeah, I, and I agree with you, like, you know, us not going in 80 or them not coming here in 84, in the whole grand scheme of things, does it really impact anyone other than those athletes that didn't get to participate? You know, and yes, it, it, it speaks. It speaks from a country standpoint, and you are going to the country to represent your country. You're going to another country. So, you know, I, at the end of the day, you know, there has there are... There is to some extent a bit of you know i'm I'm working on behalf of my country and not you know I'm not just representing me, I'm also right. representing my country, so that's um, fair, speaking about a country, the week kicks off with Memorial Day uh so I, you know I hope everybody has the opportunity to take some time and and remember those who have gone before us, given their lives and service. For our country and and also I'll say you know I mean when when you serve in these units and serve in these you know on the battlefield you know I don't I don't know that you know you're really thinking large picture country you're really there for your brothers in arms sisters in arms and um, and that's who you know really you're thinking about I know um, for me personally it's it's always remembering um, Marine Corps. Uh, First Lieutenant Fred Picorni gave his life in in Iraq. And also a civilian named Fern Holland, she was killed in in Iraq as well. And, you know, those are the two who I knew personally that were serving, you know, serving to bring democracy um, to the rest of the world, serving, but also, you know, you know, looking out for their Marines. You know, I, I know in Fred's case, he was... He protected his Marines uh, when when he was killed in action, and so the the those those individuals, but but the larger understanding of Memorial Day and and um, and what it means, I I think it's important that we take some time to reflect. You know, it's not just a long weekend. It's not just a, no. It's a not. It's not cooking just cooking out. And, yeah, yeah. It is definitely about those that that we've lost. Um, and we have classmates from the academy that we, we you know, do. we were in yeah. companies with, like sister companies during, or we're at NAPS Mike with. Mike so, killed also. Yeah. yeah. So we had, we had, you know, but it's, it's definitely a, a time, a time of remembrance for those that have given their lives um, for us serving. Right. And, you know, we don't want to, we don't want to end on, on a sad note. Um, but you know, it is important that, um, we kind of remember and, and also I always say, and, and help to educate, um, so that folks who haven't served understand the difference between Memorial Day 
and Veterans day, day. Memorial Day is a day of remembrance for those that have lost their lives right. in combat. And and Veterans Day are for the ones who are still alive, serving, you know, haven't have served and and are not serving today, but you know. Right. Um, so like when people come up to me and you know like Happy Memorial Day, it's just an odd kind of thing. I I yeah. try to take those moments to say, thank you, I appreciate the sentiment. Just make sure that we're thinking of things along the same lines. But I mean, you know? if it, if you've never served and you don't know, like, right? And that's why I try know. not to be rude about so, it. But I do think it's an educational. I moment. saw I saw a lot of uh, posts on Facebook that kind of said, "Hey." As we're approaching Memorial Day, remember, Memorial Day is for those that are our right. fallen, you know, members, not for us, not for veterans, not right. for active duty. That's why we have Veterans Day, and then we have Armed Services Recognition right. to rec- recognize the active uh, members of the military. So, yeah, but, yeah, we live and we learn, right? Each day is a day for more education. That's right. Now... I'll throw my deacon hat on because uh, Monday also kicks off a um, an interesting feast day in the church where I remember the visitation where Mary goes to visit Elizabeth, right? And John the Baptist is in Elizabeth's womb and jumps for joy when Mary comes in because Mary's pregnant with Jesus and Elizabeth's pregnant with John. And so that's one of those special moments in the church as well that... Um, you know, those two big figures in the church, Jesus and John the Baptist, John the Baptist and you Jesus know, Christ. kind of yes. our first inkling of who they're going to be and their first inkling of getting to meet each other. Um, so a special day in the church as, as we celebrate these uh, these events. Yeah, I got to get the deacon part in there. Sometime. All right. Well, deacon, it's time for us to close out. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Rhonda. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate you. We'll see you next week. Thanks.